0: Hey everyone, before we get into the stories, I need to give some disclaimers for the first two stories. Both stories briefly mention sexual assault. It doesn't actually happen, but it is mentioned somewhere in these stories. I'll also have these stories labeled in the timestamps and the pinned comment, just in case you really want to avoid them. All that being said, without any more interruptions, let's go ahead and get into the stories. And remember to always stay hungry. A couple of years back, I spent almost every weekend in my girlfriend, Reina's house. For context, Reina lived by herself except for her five dogs. I'm also a woman, which makes the story 10 times worse for me. We lived in LA And Raina didn't really live in a great neighborhood, but it was affordable. She always said she'd be fine because she had her dogs. One weekend, I was at her house, and we decided to invite Larry over. Larry was a friend of ours that had come over many times. He usually didn't do much except just smoke joints with Raina and I. Larry asked if it was okay if he could bring a friend, and we both agreed thinking that his friend would be cool like Larry. Around 1 AM, Larry said he was headed over. Raina then said, Athena, I'm kinda worried about his friend. What if he's like a crack addict trying to take advantage of two women alone? I should've listened. You see, I just answered back with, any guy this close with Larry can't be that bad. Larry's car pulls into the driveway with another guy in the driver's seat. Because Reyna was so uncomfortable already, we didn't invite them in. We told them to just hang out in the car. Larry was okay with that, but his friend held a weird expression over it. I sat in the passenger seat with this random dude, and Reyna sat in the back with Larry. The dude in front stayed silent for about 10 minutes while Larry, me, and Raina all talked. Finally, the guy then said, Oh, my bad. My name's Evan. I introduced myself as well, and Raina followed. Then Evan said something so weird, it still stuck with me to this day. He said, Oh, you two are the lesbians Larry's tight with, right. I came along for that too, man, if you know what I mean. Um, what the fuck? We barely had just met this guy, and he was really trying to talk about my girlfriend and I just like that. Pretty much immediately, Raina and I looked at Larry. Larry was laughing at this. He said that Evan was just bold like that. Now, Raina was a major introvert, and she stays silent whenever stuff like this happens. I'm the opposite. I'm a huge extrovert, and I would literally cut someone for Raina's safety. I told Evan to fuck off, and if he did anything like that again, then I would make sure he never came over ever again. Evan had stayed silent for a while after that. After about an hour, we had finished smoking together. Evan had actually asked for Reina and I's Instagrams, so we gave it to him, not really thinking anything of it. Reina and I went back to the house after they left, and then went to bed. A few weeks later, I'm at home on the couch when Evan sends me a direct message. I open it up, and I then read it. Here's what it said. Hey Athena, I had a really great time with you and Raina. I was wondering if you want to hang out tonight. Raina's invited too, of course. I didn't really know what to say. I really wanted to smoke because I hadn't been able to, so I agreed. I then called Raina and I told her about the situation. She said she'd stay on the phone with me for my safety and for me to not tell him that she was on the phone. Evan then agreed to pick me up around 30 minutes later. It takes him a whole nother hour just to get to my house. So he picks me up, Raina's still on the phone, and he asks where Raina is. I just say that she had a long day at work and that she was sleeping. Evan then says, oh so it's just us then i like that i always thought you were so beautiful and damn that body i'm sure i got something that'll turn you straight really fast i spit in his face and i told him "fuck you i hadn't even been in that car for five minutes and he said that no thank you i'm not gonna put myself in a situation like that i go back in the house and i tell Reina he left She flipped out. I told her it was okay, though. He's gone. I stayed with Reyna on the phone, and I decided to add Larry to the call. Larry's reaction was just blank. He then said, I'm really sorry, guys. He just really says stupid shit sometimes. I promise he won't do anything. Reyna got a message from Evan, then saying, Reyna, I love you. Please let me come over. I need to see you. I love you, Reyna. I need you. Reyna responded back with, Um, what the fuck? No, you're not coming over. Fuck you. Reyna was reading all of this to me and Larry over the phone, and she was so proud of herself for standing up to Evan. We all kinda just laughed at how weird this dude was, until he then answered back with, Fine, bitch, but I know where you live. And I know Athena isn't there right now." Reyna then immediately blocked him, and we all flipped out over this. Larry said that Evan had a real tendency to talk a big game, but that he wouldn't actually do anything. Reyna then pleaded with us to stay on the call, and we agreed. We had completely forgotten all about Evan when Reyna then started screaming. She just came yelling, "'Oh my God! Guys, he's at the door!' He's at the door!" Now Rena has a screened-in porch with a heavy wooden door that has a window at the top. She said that she had heard banging, and she said that he tore the screen to get to the door. Larry then immediately got into his car, and he said he was coming to get me. Larry lived about five minutes away from me, so it took no time at all. Raina was still on the phone. She had locked herself in her bathroom while hiding from Evan. Evan was now trying to kick down the door. I had told Larry to call 911 so that I could stay on the phone with Raina. The 911 operator connected to Raina, so she had to hang up. I was honestly so worried at this point. When we finally got to Raina's house, I had pulled out the knife that I would brought with me and Larry reached into his center console, pulling out a gun. The cops were still nowhere in sight. We walk into the house with the front door totally kicked in at this point, and we then find the bathroom door wide open. Larry sprints in, and I follow. We then find Reina tied to her own bed, gagged with Evan trying to pull her pants down. Raina's dogs had been put in the cages for the night, so she had been truly alone in the house. As soon as Larry sees this, he points the gun at him, and then Evan starts begging for us to forgive him. Evan then says to Larry, She called the cops, man. They're going to arrest me because of her. Then Larry says back, I'm the one who called the cops, dumbass. Evan then springs for Larry's gun, but I tackle him, holding my knife up against his throat. Now, I'm a very small woman, but I took self defense classes, and I was running on pure anger and adrenaline at this point. Evan was now fighting with me, but then Larry jumped in. The entire time all this is happening, Raina's screaming, and she's in tears while tied to her own bed. Sirens begin to sound close, and the next thing we know, there's now three cops in Raina's room. All of them draw their weapons, then ordering all of us to drop our own. Larry and I listen, but we don't get off Evan. One of the officers walks over, and pulls Evan out from under us. The other officer finally unties Reina, while the final officer takes Larry and I in for questioning. As soon as we're released, I call Reina. She said that she was home, but that I needed to come over. I ended up having to stay with her for over two weeks, and the PTSD she dealt with was totally nightmarish. We worked really hard to buy our own house, and after about a month, we did it. We also had to go to therapy together. We tried to move on from this, and eventually, we did get there. Sometimes Raina still has episodes, but definitely not as prominent as they were before. Evan was arrested, and he went to prison for a very long time. The cops even found a lot of illegal drugs in his car. He ended up being charged with breaking and entering, assault, and attempted rape as well. Reyna and I are now engaged, but this whole thing really affected our relationship for a while. Fuck you, Evan. Fuck you for making my fiancé's life and I a complete living hell. I'm a 16-year-old male, and I live with my parents and sister. The first weekend of summer, I was asleep until I heard my dog barking like crazy. It was 2 in the morning, and I was pretty upset with them because of this. However, I went back to sleep, but the very next day, I had asked my dad if he also heard it. He said that the doorbell rang, and when he went to check it out, there were two police officers on our porch. He had talked to them, and he said that they received a call from someone saying there was a man with a COVID mask with an orange hat walking around our garage. The man was apparently looking into cars and apparently standing right outside my window for about 10 minutes. As you can imagine, hearing this was kind of creepy to say the least, as we live in one of the safest places probably in the US, and I didn't really think much of it though. So a couple of weeks later, I was home alone. I was sitting at my computer and watching scary videos, when suddenly... I heard glass break, and some footsteps. I jumped up from my seat, which was really bad because it's very creaky, and well, there was someone breaking in, and they heard me. It was a man, and he then said to me, Hey, I hear you, and I have a knife. Now obviously this was very bad. I then ran into my mom's closet and hid around the door in the dark. I made my voice really high-pitched, and I had asked the man to please not hurt me, trying to make him think that I was a young child. Well, as he came around the corner, I then tackled him. It was honestly probably a bit of overkill, but even after he was unconscious, I kept hitting him. Then I called the cops. After the cops came, they ended up IDing him as the same man who had been breaking into cars in my neighborhood for years. He admitted to thinking that it was my sister who was home alone and hiding in the closet. He actually admitted to wanting to rape her. Everyone out there really needs to be cautious. I never thought something like this would happen to me. Because, well, I live in a very safe area. And it can happen anywhere, no matter where you live. I'm a 36-year-old female and I'm quite chubby as I write this, and I'm five foot three. However, the story takes place when I was 21 years old, and I'd lost a lot of weight due to depression, so I weighed about 140 pounds during the story. I was staying over at my father's place for a weekend visit, as my parents were divorced. It was usually one of my duties to bring over my two younger siblings' first chance to visit with them during the weekends. It wasn't so bad since my dad would give me gas money and he would also treat me to some awesome Tex-Mex for dinner. My dad was considered upper middle class man, so he lived in a fairly nice neighborhood with decent sized large houses meant for big families. My dad owned a very large American bulldog called Kane. He bought him for security reasons when some former friends of my older brother broke into his house and stole a few items such as an xbox expensive stereo equipment and his laptop as well pissed off and annoyed that he wasn't going to get those items back he decided to buy kane as a guard dog to prevent a repeat now this dog weighed over 280 pounds and he wasn't neutered and he only listened and cared about my dad he'd normally ignore us kids or give us a few licks here and there but he was very possessive of our dad And he treated us like we were part of his territory needless to say when our dad wasn't around this dog ruled the house he's also attacked people before including some of us kids for not respecting his boundaries his breed of dog was meant to hunt down and kill walled boar if my research is correct so i find this to be an overkill for guard dog security but i digress All of this is important to help give context, I promise. Now that I've given it, here's the story. While I was visiting my dad, I was keeping an eye on my younger sister who's eight years old and my younger brother who was 14 years old, as our dad was still in the office getting some last minute work done and was running late. Both of the kids were playing games or watching TV in the opposite room, all while I was catching up on some college work in the living room. Cain the dog was still laying down next to me. It was a summer evening at almost 7 p.m., but there was still some light outside. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. This didn't really concern me, as my dad's neighborhood has a lot of families, and I know some of my siblings still have friends living in the area. So I got up to answer the door, but I noticed that Kane immediately got up with me his hair already standing up, his back hunched, and a very distinct low growl was coming from him. I quickly shushed him, but he wouldn't listen. I started to get a little worried that he might try and bolt at whoever was at the door, so I stupidly grabbed his collar, thinking I'd be able to hold this massive haul of muscle, knowing that a 140-pound me would likely not have a chance to stop this 200-pound guard dog. So, doing my best to secure Kane, I gently opened the door, not even bothering to peek out the looking hole due to the fact that I was short. Very surprisingly, however, Kane didn't immediately bolt away to attack whomever was on the other side, but he did continue to growl and kept to my side very protectively. I was then greeted by two young men, if I had to guess, at least upper 20s to early 30s. They were wearing blue jeans and rugged t shirts. They didn't seem sketchy at first glance, but I didn't recognize them in the slightest. I already noticed that they were looking around the property and inside the home itself before then making eye contact with me. An odd first reaction, but still, I figured they were here to ask me something or needed help, so I was polite. The conversation then goes as followed. Hey, how can I help you? Hey there, is this your house? Yeah, this is my father's house, so technically yes. What can I do for you? Then guy number two. Oh, we're just curious about the vehicle parked on the far side of your street, and we're wondering if it was for sale. Now, I was already starting to get some negative vibes by this point. Normally, I'd not be too concerned if someone was asking me if this was my house during the day. Because if it was a salesman, they'd more than likely want to speak to the owner, right? But it was past 7pm in the evening. Why would salesmen be out this late? Things got even weirder once the second guy spoke. But I figured they legitimately were curious about a car and just tried to be optimistic. Meanwhile, Kane continued to growl, his hair standing up more and more. I respond back with, sorry i wouldn't know that's not our car guy number two then chimes in now trying to be more professional oh i see well we also work for an oil company at Seven Eleven, and we wanted to see if the owner was interested in selling it yeah once again sorry i really wouldn't know oh well all right then guy number two says Now at this point alarm bells were totally going off in my head. An oil company? 7-Eleven? None of this is adding up. Not to mention made no sense why they wanted to know if a car was for sale, but I had already made it clear that we didn't own it. Yet, after the second guy finished speaking, they weren't immediately leaving the doorway. That's when I noticed guy number one was trying to peek above me to look inside the house clearly trying to make out what he could see. As soon as I made eye contact with him, he darted his gaze, then down. Meanwhile again, I noticed Kane's growling had become more vocal now. I was really amazed that he hadn't lunged at these two men yet. Huh, nice place you got here, miss. Guy number one said with a creepy grin. Uh, thank you? I said, with a clear hint of discomfort in my voice. I can see that there's a lot of stereo stuff. Big speakers. Does your dad like music? Yes, he does. Cool, cool. So, uh, is that your guard dog? This is when he finally noticed that Kane's growling was getting louder and louder. I respond back. Alarm bell's now going off. Yeah, he is and he's very good at his job. I believe he's already attacked one UPS guy last month for coming too close. As if on cue, Kane's growling reached an all-time volume. His teeth were now bearing and being shown. Now more worried that he would actually attack these men, I decided to rush them away. Yeah, so if that's all you guys need, I think it's best you go now. I really don't know if I can hold on to him for much longer. Both guys looked at each other, now showing fear in their faces from their previous confident ones prior to showing up. Guy two then says, Well, in that case, have a good evening. Yeah, sorry for disturbing you, ma'am. Guy number one says, Yeah, not a problem. Y'all be safe now. The two men quickly turned around and then left, not looking back giving me time to finally close and lock the door thankfully after that there were no other incidents that ever occurred kane however did go to the front side mirror to watch the two men leave once they walked away and continued down the road diddy finally relax and sit next to me licking my hand as if then to say i got you kid you're safe with me don't worry I'm so grateful to have my father's dog Kane at my side when those two guys showed up. They weren't dressed professionally, they asked twice about a car that I didn't own, and one of them was clearly staking out what was inside the house, as if thinking about whether or not it was worth breaking into. Considering I was 5'3", and alone with two kids, I probably wouldn't have been a good match for these two guys if they decided to break in, but luckily. I had kane with me right by my side making them think twice all about that if that was the case anyway but i realize now that what i did was truly stupid and that i should have just looked in the people before opening the doors for any strangers especially if you're in a nice neighborhood hindsight is twenty-twenty, 20 people be smart and stay safe out there you never know what kind of jerks may try to do something Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always, stay hungry.